Welcome to another episode of Jangana Podcast DIY. Today this is our second episode and you're you're talking about applying for planning and building approvals all inclusive of planning your project and the first process of planning in in your project management. So clearly you're talking about applying for planning and building approvals. And I'm joined by two of my colleagues and their career is is wide and it's in the scope of our discussion today one is a construction manager and the other one is an, an urban planner and i will let them to, to introduce themselves starting with a gentleman my name is michael auma i'm construction project manager by profession and my name is Ivan Jerry and I'm an urban planner. Thank you very much Mike and Ivy for coming to Jengana DIY. And the purpose of this show is just to educate our listeners uh, on the processes of construction and every episode we try to break down an aspect of a project. Ivy, you've told us you're an urban planner. What does an urban planner entail? Urban planning simply is just planning for urban areas mm. and any other regional areas across a country, inter-country, nationally, internationally. There's no clear definition. So planning is before the project or after the project? Ideally, should be, be before the project. But as you all know, it could be before, during, after. And the scope of the project, how big can, how big does a project require a planner? Well, as of now in Kenya, we do national plans and then we scale down up to action area plans. And those action area plans can be around 20 hectares and above. So we are not really limited but we cannot be in the same scope as architects because architects deal with smaller spaces as we deal with larger spaces. Okay, I think that is why most people are not familiar with a planner in their projects, especially people who are doing their own machinettes and small projects at home. Yes. I also think uh, the work of planning, we get to once, then in in our equip then architects work on a daily basis on new projects but once you've planned a certain area it remains like that for maybe a very long time so yes. that's why most people are not familiar with physical plans so yourself mike you're a project manager a yes. construction project manager yes what does that entail construction project management construction project management is a lot of things but one thing that you should not forget is that project manager just like any other manager in a bank or a supermarket anywhere you deal with three types of resources people human resource financial resources and machine resources your work is to make these resources in a way that this productivity that to meet the clients the criteria for projects, the, uh, the criteria for success of a project, which is 
high quality or the desired quality by the client, the budget within the budget and time. So mostly, I don't want to go into the details of what of what we do because there's a lot of things there that are a lot of jargon. Yes. Yeah, but that's essentially what project managers do. Yeah. Project manager is at a higher level. Construction manager is at a lower level. The difference between a project manager and a construction manager is the project manager is at that in the inception stage where the client comes and says, I need to do this project. And so the scope is big for a project manager. For a construction manager, they do the same thing, but the scope is smaller during the construction phase, not the entire project phase. Okay. You understand, you know the five phases. Yeah. So during the construction phase, in the implementation phase, that's where the construction manager comes. Construction manager anafanya kazi kwa site. Kama project manager atapatiana schedule for three months, construction manager will break down the schedule to maybe weekly. Or maybe, yeah, weekly. Apatia four months. This is what we will be doing next week. This is what we'll be doing the next two weeks. At the same time, managing resources, managing them, type the amount of money they'll need, the amount of resources, the machinery they will need, and all that. Okay. So bringing us closer to to bring the fusion between the planner and the construction manager, we can say that for the planner, they'll give us the guidelines on and, and an overview of all projects. Let's say in Embakasi area. Yes. Then the construction manager will take up the role in your construction project. So it's good to be familiar with both mm. in case you're going to buy a piece of land and you don't know the kind of resources or the kind of structure that you can put up. It's good to go to a planner. Yeah. That's why you actually have to consult the Ministry of Lands and to know what type of um, developments are required in your area. You might buy a piece of land, let's say in Gong, and that area was segregated to be a commercial area. But mm. in your ideal um, desired state of the land, you want it to be residential. So mm. there's no way you can build a residential where a commercial establishment was supposed to be placed. Yes. Yes. So first of all, you need to know the use of land. Mm. And that's where you consult a planner mm. before you buy a piece of land in the first place. Yes. And then from then on is when you can take your plans and then they're approved. Mm. And then that's exactly where a planner comes in. And even after construction, a planner can be part of the inspection. And they mm. can tell you, okay, this you did well. But now this is where you went wrong and you have to like compensate or and that's why you see most developments are coming down. Okay. Yeah. And I think uh, while you started we talk we talked an, about the architect. Yeah. And he said the architect will come somewhere between in between somewhere. And today our architect for the show has already arrived. Although he came in late, mm-hmm. we will know him as the show goes by. So on to what our discussion was today was about the building approvals for development. So my first question is, what is a building development plan? 
Ivy, what is a building development plan? Don't, don't give the architect. <laughs> <laughs> the architect will give us a long story yeah. here. Maybe Maybe he's can the start one with who what can I know. Hi, guys. Hi. So, just for introduction, now that I'm late, I'm Victor. Uh, the one who's being referred to as the architect. Yeah, Victor the architect. Yes, so... <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can catch me on Twitter handle V Nikal. Um, yes. So, the question, you said, what is a building development plan? So, it's a set of documents. And um, also, why is it important for somebody who's starting a project uh-huh. to be familiar with it? Okay, let me... Let me start it from this angle. So before you embark on a project, what you normally have is an idea. As the as the client, you have this idea of what you want to do. Um, you know there's a set of things to be done and a set of professionals to be engaged mm-hmm. before you can actualize this, this idea. It could be a house, it could be a hospital, a commercial space. Whatever it is, you know what your needs are and you just want help along the way to get to the end. So a building development plan is essentially the set of documents that you gather before you start construction. You know, you don't just wake up one day and then say, okay, I'm building a house. And then the next day on the ground. Mm -hmm. So you have to engage the architect. He's going to, you know, you're going to cooperate together to come up with a brief. And then from that, you're going to develop plans. Mm -hmm. Then from that, you're going to have structural plans. Mm-hmm. And then you get the cost done, and then when when the cost is done, then you come up with a plan of how you're going to build, and all those all those documents are what are called um, building development plans. So that when you're on site, you know that this 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 is my reference point. This is the plan. This is what I'm building. This is how much it costs. So this is what the client should be paying, and this is how long it takes. This is the scope and program of work. So all those documents. Uh, what form what is called the building development plan and yeah who gives the approval obviously the client at the end of the day the client is the the boss in a construction uh, in a construction project yes so the consultants are there to give the client the list of options they have and what works and what doesn't the difference between this and something like say medicine is that um in medicine, the client doesn't know exactly. They know what is wrong, but they don't know how to fix it. Um, here, the client knows what they want. They might not understand all aspects of it, but they know what the end result is. So the job of the consultants is to open up that information to the client so that the client makes informed decisions as they, as they move along. Okay. Yeah. I think the architect just came in to, to, to end the, the, the discussion today. So, the, he's already dropped the mic. <laughs> Just to end with some terms that one should be familiar with. with student, the, the following, new development, change of views, extension of views, and something else I have yet mentioned. Yes. So... Yeah. <laughs> what are those terms? <laughs> so development is any material change on land. So if you find a land is bare and you throw garbage, that's development. 
<laughs> yeah, that's still development. <laughs> what is the opposite of development? Yeah, we need that's the opposite, the opposite of, of development. development. It's like the anti-development. We need to find it and put it into law. But that's essentially what it is. Development is any material change. And what you had mentioned earlier, those are types of development control. So there's subdivision, there's amalgamation, there's extension of user, and then there's change of user. Yes. So subdivision is what everyone knows. You can be given one acre and then you subdivide it into a million plots if you want to. But they have to be of the standard size, which is an eight. Yeah. And then there's amalgamation where you can take two or more plots and make them one. And then there's extension of user where you extend the use of what was initially there. So if it was commercial, you might say it can be a mixed use development at the back or a residential. And yes. then change of extension of use is like extending, extending the, the lease. Use. No, no, or no. What? Extending the lease. No, 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 no. <laughs> that <sounds laughs> lease, like that. yeah. Extending uh, the use. Ex- as in extending the, the use. Adding yeah. the use. So, so it be commercial plus residential. Yeah. For example, if let's say it's something like it was a residential somewhere in Gong that yeah. has been in Gong Road that has, has been changed to commercial. So you apply for extension of use. It no, that's change to of be user. Residential. That's change, that's change if you of want, user. If you want people to keep living there, uh, then it's. Uh, Extension. extension of use. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to ask. Yeah. Change of use is changing. Yeah. yeah. The use. So thank you very much, guys, for another episode of How We Build. And I think today we educated about planning and the building development plan and the different types of uses of your land. I might say that. Development uh, control. <laughs> Thank you very much. Until next time, have a good whatever. What is whatever? What's a whatever? Whatever you're doing, go and develop. Thank you very much. <laughs> 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 <laughs>